Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev. DJ Zayas. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. No yeah. mejor in Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast. Am I everything? I'm still lost. I'm me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Jumping the gun, dog. Yo, yo, it's MIA Radio. We're back. Yes. For another one. Yes. And we have a special, what, hold on. What episode? 129. 129. I said 151. What did no, I say? You said 125. 125? That's yeah, what no, I said. No, no, no. no. We, episode 129. We got a special guest in the building. You know, it's 305 day. We got to keep in Miami. A very, very Miami guy. Somebody I've personally worked with for many years. One of the best in the game. A legend. Legend. In legend. The legend that I've say. seen. I've seen grow. I think I took him on my, on his first out of town gig. And now he's OVO, right? I don't know. We'll get into that. A lot of things. We got Rubio in the building. Is it Rubio? LA Rubio? LA Rubio. Luis Luis Antonio Rubio. Oof. That's the full, that's the government, so y'all know. LA Rubio. That's what Ruby OO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luis Antonio Rubio. That's what the LA stands for. People. I always thought it was, you were just trying to be like LA. No, everyone. Yeah, everyone thinks that I'm from LA because of the the handle, but no, it's my initials. (laughs) Yeah. Dope, man. Uh, so yeah, bro. Thank you for joining us, and yeah, we definitely want to kind of talk about how you got started because I know you're doing a lot of different things now. But I mean, we remember you just doing the DJ videos, bro. Yeah, like, you were oh, a fucking, especially in Miami. You were like one of the first that like really we could depend on out here. Yeah, you were doing you were doing good quality, quick. I mean, everything I'm naming is shit that most of these guys out don't have. Is like quick turnaround, good communication, and, like, you be on your shit about getting shit done, you know? And, and it was good, so. And the good part was that you could, like, you could take him to these clubs because he was presentable. Yeah, exactly. It's not, <laughs> you're not taking this big fat dude that's wearing, like, a crusty T-shirt or shows up with his underage friends or, you know. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he always fit in very well. Like, he was on, on point, so that was always dope, but. But yeah, man, I mean, I know you started, I don't know, how, how'd you start getting into videos? Was it because, like, you had a knack for a camera, or was it people hitting you up to do the DJ videos, or how did you get in the whole game? Um, when it came to just videos, I kind of was always, I was always doing it as a kid, like, skateboarding with my friends, and we would skip school a lot and make really dumb videos of us, like, knocking on people's doors and, like, running away, or, like, uh just you know skateboarding really was like the start of everything for me just picking up the camera my mom also used to film a lot like birthday parties and she had a camera laying around and she kind of like showed me how to use it and how to like this was on like dv cameras too like right. like how to play and reverse back and you could kind of edit a little video straight up the camera but when it came to like taking it serious it, it started to happen after high school i, I wanted to be an actor originally so I, I started acting and I was on like music videos. I was on South Beach Toe, like random, like little, like fucking local games. Yeah, South Beach Toe, come on. Yeah, if you, if you YouTube, legendary. if you YouTube uh, We're gonna pull South it Beach Toe, it uh, it's the episode called Made in Miami. 
But you must have been like what, seventeen? I was eighteen or nineteen at the time when I when I filmed that episode. That's so wild! I never knew this. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's <laughs> a, like so I got out of high school. and I'm like, all right, I want to be an actor. Like I I was in love with the show Entourage. I kept watching oh, yeah. Entourage. That was like my favorite show. I wanted to be Vinny Chase. A lot of people wanted to be actors, managers, agents, directors yeah, yeah. after watching that. Yeah, yeah. So that show really like inspired me to like try and get into that industry so once i was on set of those music videos i ended up um i met this dude named edgar estevez he's he's like a pretty huge director right now in the game and i had like a brief moment where he just was like yo like like you're you're doing great at what you do and like he just hyped me up he was just like gassing me up and he probably doesn't remember this like we don't i don't know him now like that but seeing him work i was just like i was like fuck like I really think this is something that I want to do. Instead of being in front of the camera, I want to be like behind the camera. So from there, that's kind of like where I was like, all right, I'm gonna start filming again and putting my energy into this. And um, from there, I was like, "Fucking, can I curse? Is that cool?" Yeah, you do oh, okay, whatever. for sure. Fuck you up, bro. <laughs> all, right, all right, for sure. And then, um, yeah, I was hungry and I was literally like looking at TV shows that I liked, and I was looking at the the credits. And I would look at like editors and I would look at like producers and I would literally like Google their name and I would find their like LinkedIn page and shit. And I would be like, yo, like, how did you get into this industry? How did you get started? And like a few of them actually like reached out to me. One of them even called me and like wow. told me how to do this and that X, Y, Z. And um, the same way I was emailing those people, I was emailing like anyone who I could think of that like was doing things like artists from high school or like DJs and one of the DJs that I hit up went to my high school I went to Ferguson um I don't West Kendall and it was this dude named DJ CX and um I didn't, younger than charge <laughs> yeah and at the time like I I didn't know him personally I just knew that he was like DJing pep rallies and shit like that and I was like yo like if you ever need like a video or if you need anything photo related like let me know like just like hit me up and that same day he responded back. He's like, yeah, for sure. Actually, uh, I could use you tonight. And this is probably 2014. It was like 2014, yeah. And um, he's like, I'm gonna be at Power tonight because he was still on the radio over there and he was doing Passion. So he's like, I wanna do like a double uh, like video with you. We'll do like Power straight to Passion, which is used to be uh, at the Hard Rock. So we did the radio station and from there, um, we did a video, went to Hard Rock, and that's where I met Zilla. Zilla was opening for CX that night. And from there, man, it was just like a domino effect. Like I was doing a video for the opener, doing a video for like the headliner. And like the next week, the, the opener wanted me to do a video for him. So like then he had an opener or there was another headlining DJ and it just kept like escalating from there. And yeah, those times in those times, like the recap videos weren't really that that much of a thing yet they're just starting to like yeah we didn't really have a platform yeah. you know instagram was 15 seconds and you weren't gonna true that's right it was 15 seconds for for the videos back in the day so i mean putting them on youtube that kind of didn't really go anywhere and then you know as things kind of came around i remember like yeah. i mean it was and in miami everything's kind of late like people in vegas and those people they've been doing those you know the the what i always clown on is like the bag, the bag videos, you know, like, like walking into the yeah, club, like, taking the computer like, out. Like, yeah, when you go out, no, I mean, look, there's parts of it. Don't get me wrong. But like when you go to the bar, you go to the bathroom, like, yo, we're going to film a part. <laughs> you're going to say what's up to me. Like we have like a, a talk. Like a choreographed, like intro. Walk like, in. yo, 
DJs, please do all the recap videos, but I just cannot stand. But back in the day, that shit was dope. But it was dope. Eyes. But I'm saying, but even back then, I thought it was corny. But I'm like, but everybody had it. Everybody had it. Like the two me back shot where you see the name, back and then you zoom out, and then it's like you saying hi to the guy, and it's like, yo, are we gonna dab? Are we gonna shake? You know, like. But, but when you were shooting those, had you ever shot like? Like, where you weren't really attached was, to nightlife or anything. So nah, how was your editing? I wasn't even I wasn't even old enough to get into the club at the time. It was like nah, we were busting we were busting a mission. We, went, well, we did hide. Yeah, what we year were, was that? That was like 2016, yeah. maybe. I think I just turned 21 that year. Yeah, yeah. But it was always a mission to get me in. They had to like get me pre-approved because I was still 19. You were tw- when we started working out. I, I was think 20. You were 20, and yeah. I remember when you turned 21. Because we went in Atlanta. Were you 21? No, right. What year was that? That must have been the same year, if not 2015. I think it was 2015 going into 2016, because it was like January or February. That yeah, we went. it was the beginning of the year. So I, I, I might have just been turning 21 then in April. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But that's true. That 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 trip was my first trip, like, ever being flown out, like, and getting flew paid. you out, bro. I flew you out. <laughs> I was bro. a fly out. Yeah, I was your fly out. <laughs> I flew bro. you out, bro. Is that when you were like, damn, like I could. No, that was like the first time that I was like, shit, like this camera's really, it could take me places, like, Literally. like for real. And and the same way I was saying earlier, like how when you, when you have a gig, like you're usually working with someone and then once you get to the gig, you meet someone else. And then I met EU oh. and that escalated into a, another fucking incredible opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like you did a Tomorrowland with him, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's Tomorrowland or World. The big one. You're the main, the original. Whichever one's the, the, the one in Belgium. Tomorrowland is, is, Tomorrow World was a US is, one. Is an Atlanta one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went to fucking Belgium with, with EU and spent like a few days out there. Awesome, awesome experience. First time out of the country, I think, at that point. No. First time in Europe, for sure. But... It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, remember, like cameras a passport for me. Like literally. he started getting so busy, dude. Couldn't couldn't get him. Well, anywhere. I took him after Atlanta. We went to Nicaragua, and I think I remember being in Nicaragua, <laughs> and this dude being like, I mean, we we've, we've been around like you know as y'all hear, he's very like he wasn't tapped into the nightlife, and being in a Latin country where like money's not an issue or nothing's an issue, right? Like I remember you were like. Bro, like, what is this? Like, you, you were just like, is this real? Like, because yeah. I mean, Nicaragua, you get drivers, every, you know, everything. Like, and he was just like, and it was like seven in the morning, and we're drinking on the balcony. And I remember he was just like, yo, like, yeah, it was very new to me. Like, like I was being introduced to a lifestyle that, like, I low key was manifesting my entire life, and like, like seeing it happen in front of me. It was like, I think there, I was just very like, wow, like yeah. this is really fucking happening, like. I'm in another because like the house we stayed on was baller too. Yeah. I remember like the whole neighborhood was like a brand new like uh like community and yeah. like I think there wasn't even they AC literally had finished the oh, and there was only cold water in yeah the, in they the literally thing. finished building that house like a week before we got in there and it was on the top of a hill and you could see the whole town like I yeah. mean and then we had a driver you know got a little yeah I mean I had like my aunt there's a there's a scene in Entourage where they're literally looking over like L A and like Vinny's like yo like. Like, I think E is, like, dealing with some girl issues. And, like, Vinny's oh, like, bro, man. like, look where we are right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like look at the view. And, like, I had one of those moments. Because I remember we could go to the roof of yeah. the building. And I was like, damn, like, because you could see, like, that Jesus yeah. fucking statue in the in the, in the the distance. Right. The ocean was right there. And, like, it kind of had the L.A. vibe until the power would go out randomly right. in, in the city. That's another thing. Nicaragua, Nicaragua, the power was shut off in the entire fucking city. 
I'll never forget eating dinner with you, and we're fucking vibing. Everyone's eating, and boom, all the lights turn off. Like and nobody and they, flinches. Though. No, and everyone just keeps going on with their dinner and the flinches. You take out your phone, and you kind of like that. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was New Year's. New, New Year's, Year's like twenty going to twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, probably like five six years ago. So that's really when you like had that another click in your head, like all yeah. Right, and that play. same trip too, like when it when it came to like my family, like seeing what I was doing, like. My mom was always like, you got, we got to do school. You know what I'm saying? Like, school's the thing. And that trip was, like, the trip that, like, when I got back home, I remember I got picked up by the airport by my stepdad. And he was like, man, like, you're really doing this, huh? Like, you're really fucking, like, traveling and, and, and getting work off a of camera. And, like, it hit me, too. I was like, yeah, like, I am. Like, <laughs> this like, is totally possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't think it, I didn't think I would get to that point. And I was so early in, in like, my career, I guess. But... That's crazy. I never thought about that. Like those times, my parents would pick me up from the airport from coming from a gig. Yeah, like they must have been like, "Yo, what the fuck is this kid that, doing?" That specifically, <laughs> that 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 trip getting picked up, I'll never forget that ride home and him being like, "Wow, bro!" Like, because he because he, he didn't even know where I was coming from. Like wow. he didn't know where I was. Like I just left Nicaragua. Like, and he's like, "Man, like that's that's crazy that you're really doing this." And I was like. So you got out of high school and you just went straight into making videos, pretty much. Mm, yeah, kind. Of, I kind of wanted to do like in high school. I was doing design and architecture. That was like the the major that I was doing. I wanted to originally be an architect, and as soon as I graduated, I was like, I, I want to do acting. Acting was like my. I had headshots. I, I like got entourage, my headshot. Dude. Literally, entourage like really <laughs> fucking inspired me to like tap into that world, and. Um, yeah, I guess by the night by the time I was nineteen, twenty, like we were saying, like I was already doing video. I wasn't even old enough to get into those clubs yet. So, so yeah, you, but you got like thrown right into the fucking the wolf, like wolf, wolf man of, yeah. of nightlife. But you, I mean, you still are, and you're a pretty laid back, chill guy. Like, how was that? Like, you're not even used to this whole DJ life, fast life, nightlife shit, and you're just like thrown into it. And then from from like the literally that you said the first gig to like. Then you're doing Atlanta, Nicaragua, Tomorrowland. Like, how was that adjusting to that lifestyle? Of just, mm, I like, was loving it, man. I, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, a, lot, like, I, it was a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 have, I have no complaints. Like, I was being introduced to amazing people. And just, I kept moving forward. Like, everything was just forward, like, momentum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was starting to understand myself more and, like, be comfortable in, in uncomfortable situations that I, I would have been uncomfortable in. And, like, I'm grateful for it all, man. Like, it really molded me into, like, who I am today and, like, and like how I'm able to communicate and get business done. Like, it's all it's all been trial and error through years of just getting to where I am now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe networking is huge. And, like, if you're in a, if you're in a room, like, I, I take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do it in my own way and maneuver in my own way and talk my own way. But, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Like, I just, really? I really, like... I feel like I'm like a, a light wherever I go. Like I'm, I like somehow attract that energy too. Like it's no coincidence. Like where I am today because of, of everything that I've done. I've seen a lot of people in the game who, who have come and gone. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not doing it no more because they just weren't like built for it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be built for like this lifestyle. Like for real. Like so, I'm I have no complaints. I'm grateful for it all, I, and I'm super excited for whatever else is to come. Like. I feel like everything that I've done up to this point is just me like planting seeds and like they're st they've been growing over the years and like I'm going to be able to utilize like all those connections that I've made over the years. You know what I'm saying? They're going right. to work to my benefit somehow. I don't know how, but like I know they are. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah that's, that's the best mindset to have because yeah. like, you know, I've been talking to a lot of DJs and in our world, everything's shifted and like, you know, like in our world, like 
the people that were trying, the people that were down here that were trying to get up here with jumping all this shit, now we're even lower. Everybody else that kind of organically grew, everybody grew together and like planting those seeds eventually comes back around. Like yeah. heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah, when so. you get older, you realize that like maybe you think it's like a wasted opportunity or something, but you never know down the line when yeah. something might come back around or that person you met or you run into that person across the street or they vouch for you on this and that and like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even to like, um, like saying no to things. Like I used to say no to a lot of things and obviously like I'd kind of like think about what it is I want, like whether it be a gig or it'd be an opportunity, like there's things that I, I would turn down because I was like, oh, I don't see like a point in that. Like I don't really, but there are times where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go and like feel it out. At the end of the day, it's still an opportunity, like, and I get paid to do it. But, and like people would be like, oh damn, like that's kind of bougie. You're turning down paid gigs and shit. But it's like, nah, like those gigs, like you never know who the fuck you're going to meet. You know what I'm saying? You ne- Like I have literally moments in my life that were pinnacle like pivotal movement like changes in my life off of me being like you know what i'm just gonna fucking go you know what i'm Something saying like, inside of you felt like yeah just like i'm it. just gonna go do this and and I, and you never know like like one moment just changes everything you know what i'm saying so i just i i don't ever like that movie yes man i guess uh what's that with jim carrey yeah yeah like that whole that whole idea of just saying yes to everything i guess yeah. like there's a lot of power in saying no. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you, you were saying no early on because usually... I mean, there was a lot of things that I was just like, like, it doesn't make sense for me to do it. And then I realized that kind of was like limiting me in a sense. Like, so I just started trying to do as much as I can, obviously, with not overwhelming myself. But it just took like like a specific moment in my life that happened that I was like, I got to just keep going and not saying no to things. And even if it's not me presently going, like I'll, I'll send someone who I trust to go do it and still keep my name on there and be able to keep my name alive you know yeah because usually i mean that takes a lot of self-awareness early on to be like nah i don't think this is something that is worth me going because usually it's like in the beginning you're like which is a problem everyone has and even djs too is like you say yes to everything because you're just like hungry grinding yeah and then people might take advantage of you yeah true, true. and then later on you gotta learn like all right is this really worth my yeah, it time comes, it comes like, a time it comes a time and then i had a i had a younger dj hit me up recently and they're like, oh, what should I do? And I'm just going to be like, yo, like, get off the tit. Like, you're so comfortable doing this that like, you think that because you're doing this, you're good now. Like, get out of your comfort zone and, like, step into the world yeah. and take those risks. Expand, you know, because you keep saying yes to what, what works, cool. Yeah. But, like, say no to that and grow from it, you know? And it, yeah. it's, it's a big, I think you got to be an adult. You got to you gotta not look at the money then, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at just, like, how is this going to benefit me in in a few years or like just longevity and yeah. like what I'm doing, you know? So obviously I'm able to pick and choose now more of what I want to do, but I'm very open to, to either like outsource someone or subcontract someone to do something. And like I said, still have my name alive in the project somehow related, right. but yeah. <laughs> so from 2016 to let's say what, like pandemic, like, what was 2016 to 2020? What was, what were you doing? You were moving. I know. I mean, that's when uh, we couldn't even afford you anymore. I was already <laughs> into that. But um, yeah, after, you know, we, we worked and everything. You kept working. I you know you, you kept working with CX a lot. If you want to let everybody know. Well, what you kind of ventured doing. off the DJ for a yeah, little I've, bit. Yeah, right? I've worked with a lot of different DJs out here. There's probably a few that I haven't maybe, but like big names too, like from... 
It's like a big name out here. Who'd you say is a big DJ? Know, bro. You, <laughs> you gotta give us your catalog. Uh, you already, you already I, named, I don't know bro. Miami. Almost everyone I would say like that's like known. You know what I mean? Like who who's out here? I mean, you work with my. I'll, I'll start naming people that yeah. I know. You work with. You work with Mauricio. I mean, like I said, CX. You Mauricio. I've worked with Laz. With Laz. I've worked with uh, Conflict. Conflict. Yeah, obscene. Uh, obscene. Pretty much all the Rockwell guys. All the Rockwell guys. Yeah. CX. Uh, Alex Sensation. I've done Alex. I've yeah, worked yeah, with Alex yeah. Sensation before. At his at the AAA when I was still the AAA. I was in a room with him and Mark Anthony. It was like his birthday. It was super random. Like filming that was cool. Um, shit. A lot of different. It's a lot, man. Like there's times where like I look at my catalog and I forget that stuff even happened. Of course. Like to be real with you, but from there. Uh, Music videos, a lot of music videos. Mauricio actually um, produced some record for Rick Ross. I was able to direct a music video for him with Yo Gotti and Troy Ave. Was that your first music video? No, nah, I, I was always shooting music videos like in the midst of all the club stuff. Like that's always been like another huge passion of mine is is music videos for sure. That was always to me like the wild shit because like we'd go to a mansion, you know, we go to like other clubs. Like I forget it that we even did. I completely forgot. Yeah, we did, we did mansion. mansion. We did mansion, bro. Remember when I got sick? Yeah, that was that. That was like the night that I went there, dude. I got fucking food, got poisoning. food poisoning. I got food poisoning like mid set. Yeah. You filmed that or what? <laughs> I nah, wish it was I think, footage. I, I, think, oh, I think we I had think finished footage filming. of it. No, there's footage dope. of you of you like throwing up, like not throwing up, but you're just going through it like while you're DJing, dude. So we'll find that video. <laughs> it's literally like me. I was opening for Irie. If it would have been like me opening for like even Five or Deluxe, and they would have seen me like that. They would have been like, yo, like, all right, man, like, we'll get off, you know, we'll play earlier or whatever, whatever. And, dude, that's, y'all know me, bro. I'll go to a gig. I'll be, like, in my deathbed and I'll be, like, teasing. <laughs> but, dude, I was mid-gig. It just hit me. And I remember, like, I played a house song and it was on the drop. And I ran to the bathrooms in the back. And I, dude, like, opened the door. The dark guys, remember the dark yeah. guys? Bro, I remember, like, throwing up. Thinking that I'm aiming at the toilet, but it was like the side. at the side and everything. And I was just, and I heard the song going and I'm like cleaning the shit. I get like a 20 mm. out. I tip the guy a 20. I go back. I was literally playing songs and going back to the bathroom. Wow. Was it with you that you, were you opening for Dimitri Vegas? Was that you? No, it was, this was for Irie. And that, but I'm saying that wasn't that same night because nah. I honestly I only recall going to Mansion twice and I was yeah. with you and I filmed Dimitri Vegas and like Mike is it yeah. like Mike yeah nah, yeah but that that the, that one time See, that's me. another another name that I've, I I completely forgot that I filmed but I filmed them at, they contracted me to do that yeah that club. So, I mean bro that gig to me is I was calling Obi I was calling uh, Chris Valencia I was calling everybody and everybody was, and and Devel was like what's wrong with you and I'm like dude I'm fucking dying <laughs> and we walked out to the store. Got a Gatorade, sat down on the curb. I think that's what you have. Like, I'm sitting down in the curb, dude. I'm like, like the worst. I drink the orange Gatorade. As soon as I'm drinking, I throw it back up. If it's only gross. you had Prime, dude. Dude, if I had Prime, Prime back then, <laughs> if I had a Prime back then, bro. Psh. But yeah, so that was, that was I just sidetracked with that. But um, yeah, you, bro. The, so what I was getting at is that you were shooting us in the club, and then you'd be like, yo, look at this video I'm shooting. And it was like the hoodest motherfuckers in the world, yeah. dude. You were shooting like, dude. I've been in some some sketch situations, man. I feel like a lot of videos. It's definitely start a thing. Off, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I've been in all all the hoods out here: Liberty City, Coconut Grove, uh, Palm Beach, Sunrise. Like every hood out here, I've, I feel like I've been in the midst of like yeah. some crazy ass shit. But yeah, built character, man. Like yeah. uh, it's like I'm able to deal with all walks of life. No, it's people, awesome. You know what I'm saying? From bad... being in like yeah. the trenches, the hood, of, and then being in like multi million dollar mansions, like shooting. How you ever got in? Like kind of so, trying to someone try to strong arm you or like mm. not pay you, and you're like in the middle of. Yeah, the I had I had during the pandemic, I had this one dude like really fucking like try me, and I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to get my payment. Like, yeah. why are you why are you being so fucking difficult? But he was. He was one of those characters who was just like doped out, bro. Like he was just yeah. off so many different drugs, and like, I think it was a lot of Zans and perks. And when you're on those things, like they kind of make you really like irritable and like not not uh, like clear minded. Right. I didn't take it personal. I ended up getting paid, but it was just a lot of back and forth bullshit, like dealing with hood bullshit, like literally. But was he trying to pay you on like cards? Like hey, no, it was it like... was always all cash with those guys. It was all cash. <laughs> cash money. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, man. So from the videos to everything else, you kept going. I mean, you, you already know where I'm getting to. So if you want to. Yeah. How'd you start getting into like different lanes of like people hitting you up, like celebrities and like. Like the Roy Woods. How did the Roy Woods connection come? The Roy Woods goes back to kind of like what I was saying about like saying no to something and. And me being like, you know what, just following my intuition and me like, I'm going to just go. Like, you never know. Um, it was Art Basel, like 2016. And I was already working like like four gigs in one day, like on one specific day of Art Basel. And funny enough, CX hit me and he's like, bro, there's this party tonight at the W. Um, it's hosted by it's like an OVO like hosted thing and Drake's supposed to be there tonight and at the same time like in that time I was already like pretty much like resident video guy at the W on Thursdays um, so like everyone in the front like kind of already knew me so it wasn't a matter of like me just showing up and like having to get pre-approved to go in it was just like oh that's Rubio he's yeah. good so I end up going to this party and um it's like all OVO, like Chubbs, uh, Roy Woods, like TV Gucci, all the, all those dudes. Uh, so I'm in the club, and somehow I like managed to get into a section there. Oh, Rick Ross was there that night as well. Young Jeezy, it was a bunch of names in there, and I got into a specific section, and I'm I'm with my camera and I'm filming like whoever's in there, and at the time I didn't know who Roy Woods was, like what he looked like. I've heard his music before, but I didn't know what. Yeah. the face look like so i'm filming and whoever was in that section is just super vibing with me they love they love being on camera they just they're comfortable and one of the dudes there is just like yo like let me get your number so that way i could i could grab all this footage and i ended up being roy's manager or tour manager um and that was that i didn't think anything of it and then fast forward um two years later i get a random text we're in 2018 now and it's from that same dude, the tour manager. He's like, hey, um, we're going to be in Miami for the Scorpion tour. And if, you, if you're available tonight, like, it'd be awesome if you can come film Roy at the club and then Roy at the show. Like, like pretty much just like a double, a double whammy video. And I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, let's do it. And then funny enough, Drake ends up getting like food poisoning. He gets sick. So like the, the show in Miami was canceled. Like there was like the night, the first time he was supposed to be here, it got canceled and they're like, yo, we're still going to do the club. So if you want to film the club, like you can come ride with us. So I ended up filming at club 23. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. 
Was it 23? Yeah, 23. Or no, it was exchange. It was exchange. Okay. That's what it was. We were at exchange. That's on on like on Washington, yeah. right? Used yeah. to be uh, Dream. Right. So we go to exchange. And that was like the first time I really met Roy. And like the vibes were just awesome. Like he just, he fucked with me. He was comfortable. He's, he's I was able to get a lot of him like out on, out on camera and stuff like that. And that's another thing that I think is a reason why I am where I am. Like I'm able to, like I just have chemistry with most people. Like they're, they just feel cozy and comfortable like yeah, talking on camera. Like I get it out of them. Like they're not, they're not like timid. They're not awkward. Like you said, like they're yeah. just able to, you know, I get the best out of them. So that way when I go back to edit shit, like it makes my life easier. So whatever. Um, that night finishes and we, I literally like went straight to the crib and I edited the video and I was ready to go like by the morning and they loved the edit. And from there, they're just like, yo, like you want to stick around for the rest of the tour? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, let's fucking right. ride, dude. Like, yeah. And like the quick turnaround and everything. Yeah. Like, that was, that that's really important. That's the shit that goes, goes way further. Bro, you know, people around you be getting food poisoning though, bro. You sending some, some pizzas and shit or uh, <laughs> two, two for two, two for two on the food poisoning. You know, you know that flu, uh, flu game where they say that the, they, the pizza, somebody sent the yeah, pizza, right? sent the pizza to Jordan or some shit. Oh, uh, no, I didn't uh, see that. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> Drake needed some prime that day, but so you started working with Roy Woods and the OVO crew, and then where did that lead to? So that led to me being like a tour videographer with them, and I just went to a all all of the rest of the cities on the rest of the tour, and that led to a bunch of new connections, different artists that I met, and eventually they're like, oh, like can you direct music videos? And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like send me send me the music, and I'll create like a concept for it. So from there, I was able to direct like three music videos with Roy under OVO, like, and that led to another opportunity meeting me, another artist in Toronto that I was able to travel with all over fucking Europe. Like literally we did like four different spots in Europe and just making music, being in the studio, covering like everything that's happening, shooting music videos while on the road. And yeah, like just domino effect, man. Like one thing leads to another and what was it like being being on that tour life like it's amazing acclimating it to that fucking amazing i love tour life i love being on the road i love working meeting new people it's very inspiring to me that's really what keeps me like going like being on the road there's nothing like it i don't know just like that creative flow that creative juices are always rolling you're always meeting like i said new people and no it's awesome you didn't feel like it was repetitive nah it wasn't it was just like that was a like how you were saying like like or like when i was in nicaragua and i was like kind of like absorbing everything that was happening like i was i was just living and being in the moment the while moment. i was on tour like right. it was incredible everything was just awesome bro like i had a writer not a writer but like i had per diem like for every day so we got food every day like we were checking in at new hotels and like you know there's after parties every single show like it was great like, ovo you know, life bro it was fucking great man ovo like, life yeah sounds so been like living that life since literally out of high school though Once, even when it was a small level but then eventually graduating yeah man like i don't know I, I don't know what i did in my past life or whatever but so, i just i believe in manifesting like yeah. for real like that shit like i knew when i was a teenager like i kind of had an idea of like how I wanted to live, even to like how I looked. Like I, I just, I always kind of had that idea and obviously like hard work beats talent. Like, yeah. so I, I knew that I was grinding. I was just, I was always out and I'm always connecting and networking and doing those, those like late night turnarounds to have it in the morning, like however. And like, yeah, that shit is extreme. <laughs> like the late the turnarounds and I always see it. Like when I see your shit, it's like, damn, this was two days ago. I'm like, this was yesterday. 
Uh, you, don't, you don't, my bad. You don't like burn yourself out though, sometimes mm. or yeah. <laughs> I could say that I do for sure, but I don't know. Perspective for me is so big. Like I, I'm like I get to do this. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. Like I don't have to do it. Like I, I really get to do this. Like it's a blessing. So like obviously I, I I'm really big on like self care and like mental health and these days more than ever I do what I can to like make sure my mind and my head is in this in the right place and. So yeah, it's a, it's just a balance, you know. Saying like everything is a balance for me. Because when you're young, you just go nonstop, balls to the wall, and then you yeah. kind of lose your that balance. So it's like you gotta kind of. Yeah, I've been I've definitely been able to like recalibrate now and, and know what's what's good for me. You know what I'm saying? Like before, I was still young. I'm, I mean, I'm still super hungry, and I'm still like I feel like there's a lot to go. But I don't know. There's a little Wayne interview where he's like. He's talking like, yo, like, I believe, like, in your 20s, you're supposed to just, or not even your 20s, just, like, when you're young, like, while you can, like, just go fucking hard, you know what I'm saying? And then when you get to a point, obviously, like, where you can't go as hard as you, you can anymore, like, you know, take it down a notch, but I'm still fresh, I'm still going, like, I'm still, I'm still working till 5, 6 a.m. watching the sunrise while I'm on my computer editing, like, literally. <laughs> yeah, a lot so. of people say that, like, in the 20s, early 30s, like, kind of go as hard as you can, so then the next 25, the 30 years or like yeah, you could you're setting yourself up to not work smarter exactly. like i'm super excited from like my 30s like i think my 30s are gonna be incredible you know what i'm saying like my 20s like i was saying earlier planting those seeds like for whatever it is that i'm gonna set myself up for in the future those all those seeds are gonna be grown and like, I, like i'm gonna be able to utilize them and then and like i don't have to make as many connections as i did when i was younger like they're already gonna be there it's just yeah, you be- realize you realize that people grow too so like those connections, you know, like I said earlier, those connections that you made is like the good ones. I mean, the good people, people that move right are also growing as well, too. So, like, exactly. You're going to keep growing and growing and growing. And and everyone else like is growing, too. They got things going on and they'll be like, yeah, Rubio, he's he was there around in the beginning, like and he's still doing his thing and he's at a higher level. I'm at a higher level, like and it's all family at that point. Like, it's just yeah, cool. people see it like I've, I've you know, I always correlate shit, but um. I've worked with people recently that I haven't worked with that know what I've been doing and like, yo, like they've seen me do my shit. They've been doing their shit. And now we're kind of like, you know, because we realize like everybody's kind of moving together, you know, like everybody's moving in the same direction. Yeah. So I was going to ask you um, one of the Roy Woods videos that you did, you did over the pandemic. Yeah. If you want to talk about that and then we'll show clips of it, because I thought that was one of the main things that I kind of wanted to bring up and like how you did this during the pandemic and you put it out during quarantine and everything. So, yeah, we did two videos during quarantine and the way that pretty much worked was they sent me the music. I listened to it. I come up with the concept and then the the label approves it, gives us a budget. And I literally did everything through FaceTime and I had a team out in Toronto who shot it and they just, I directed it from my phone and that's we crazy. just made it work like you know what i'm saying like and that's the green screen one right we no, we did a green screen one and we did one that was like out on like the city and shit like that and i was on facetime for everything like literally like not nah, move this put that there like let's get this guy out of the shot like while i was in bed like literally <laughs> that's insane that's insane <laughs> all right people be like trying to move mountains and do crazy shit and make things complicated and, and like yo you could shoot a video yeah, it really like it really showed that like you could it doesn't fucking matter where you at these days. Like you can you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Just need Wi Fi and Wi Fi and like some creativity. Computer. Like cause the concept like obviously I, I went into like the concept um 
taking into consideration that like things are closed and I'm not there and I try to like ma- not make it simple but make it you know understandable to whoever it was that was going to be reading it and taking my direction so I didn't overcomplicate like the treatment and stuff like that I just I'll try and do more work on my end which was like the post part like he mentioned the green screen one like everything was pretty much on my end like editing so and then they just send you over the final and then footage yeah they, and they actually like, mailed me like a drive like with all the footage wow. and stuff like that and yeah damn so how, how do you end up from doing like ovo roy woods and then you're shooting videos for like jake paul <laughs> super on the other side of on the, the whole other side of the video <laughs> spectrum um youtuber life, so like so same way that uh i was like just being hungry like I, I i'm really big into just shooting my shot and shooting a dm you know what i'm saying like you never know they might open it and read it and i don't know how i stumbled across one youtuber's account and he was doing a lot of stuff with logan he was like he was like creating parties like viral parties like he would he would throw a party with the intention of something happening there that's gonna go viral so he did one for logan paul and i saw the video that he, they did of like the recap and I, I just i was like not that it's bad but i'm like i think it could be so much better and for what you're doing you know what i'm saying yeah. like he, this guy his name's armani azadi shout out to him he's a he's huge in vegas huge party planner huge party dude like he's the guy out there in vegas um so i was just like dude like this video is pretty whack like i think i could i could do it a lot better like real real shit like you're around all these like super celebrities and you're you're creating your your resume and like you i just think it should be better so he you told the the video guy the videographer no i told him directly like like i'm like whoever your video guy is not that he's he's bad i guess i was like yo it could just it could be better so like that same night, he, like, messaged me back. He's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in Miami. He's like, I'm going to be in Miami next weekend. Damn. So I was like, bet. So this was um, 2018. Swisher hosted some party. Swisher, like, uh, the, the blunts. Yeah, Swisher raps. Threw, like, this big boat party with, like, every influencer, like, that you can name. Like, Logan was there. Uh, Jake was there. Bella Thorne chanel west coast like random people like we're just there um so i made a video of that and like i turned it in the same day same thing i made it look amazing and then he leaves miami he's like oh i'm going back to vegas like and this is around like fourth of july too he's like i'm throwing this huge fourth of july party um with i think it was like tristan tom thompson he's a basketball player or something like that and he's gonna be hosting it's like his birthday logan's gonna be there jake's gonna be there we're gonna have like a fucking like that old school you know that movie old school where like chicks are like wrestling and and like fucking whipped cream and shit like like he was he had that at his crib a slide all that so he's like do you want to come to vegas and shoot that and i was like yeah let's let's go to vegas man so i end up staying at his house and that's where i ended up meeting like jake paul officially and that was around the time that the guy who I'm, i'm talking about armani was like trying to get into the whole jake paul scene he ends up getting invited to like live at his house at jake's house and that's where I just tagged along and went over there and stayed at Jake's house for like a month and a half. Just what was that like? It was it was great. It was really cool. I stayed at the house in Calabasas. Um, every single day, there's always something going on at the house. He was like really training like for for boxing at that time. It was kind of like a joke at first, but like I could tell he was like taking it super fucking serious. Like there's always trainers there. He was always in the gym training and. 
So you were documenting the like. I wasn't documenting game. necessarily him. I was documenting the dude who like I went out there with Armani. Oh, I got you. So like we were always doing like little side stuff. Like we would. He's really big on graffiti too. Like he has a he has like a team of graffiti artists that he'll bring a, a like around everywhere. And like he those artists painted the house and shit like that. Like there's a bunch of murals of different stuff that are his artists. And Early on, they had like or they I don't know. I know they still do that, but like those houses like a lot of influencers lived in them and they would yeah there's other collaborate and yeah work and pretty much it was just like a day. cloud house it's like cloud it, house that's wow. literally what it was like just a content driven house like every day like tiktok was just starting to pop off too like we we're doing tiktoks every day coming up with like creative ideas to do tiktoks um and also i was taking photos of the other people i was always meeting people there too like constantly like hey, people would be coming in and out of that house like it was, a, it was an experience for sure. Damn, dude. So you were there yeah. on the early days of the, that whole. Yeah, I was there for, for when he, like, the biggest one was the wedding when Jake got mar married to Tana Manju. Like, I was there for that wedding. I covered that whole, like, the whole wedding. What was when, that like? like a like, fight broke out. A like, it was like, it was a fight. Because, I mean, especially early on, that world was very, like, superficial YouTube. It was very like, cringy. Character. It was yeah. super cringy to like, me. Everybody was acting. It was like a it's all an act. act. Yeah, right. it's, I mean everything was exaggerated. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's like, word, yeah. like even to the wedding, like that was all just a huge exaggeration, just to like bring vira virality. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and was that like sometimes you're in those uh, environments and you're like, bro, what am I doing here? You, filming? Like you separate like the job from the person, or like what's the? Cause you know when you're doing like music videos or DJ shit, you're like you could you could be like oh you know I'm this person's like grinding like me I'm helping them out they're, they they want to show that you know what they're doing to the world this and that but when you're like doing like a weird YouTube reality yeah. wedding like ah, welcome to my channel guys yeah yeah I mean it it all goes back to like that whole that whole perspective that I was like man like. I get to do this, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are times where I'll be like, what am I doing? Like, this is kind of cringe, but it was all an experience, bro. Like, I feel like they're all moments that I'll never get back. And like, I'm super grateful for them because they've brought me, they brought me great clients and great connections. You know what I mean? So right. I'm, I'm grateful for it all. Like, I think, I think it was an awesome experience and That's I don't know, could have been worse. Like it could have been something like, you know what I'm saying? Like I could have gone into like the, like, what are other there's so many different categories in video of like things that you could be doing and i don't know i had fun doing it all we were i was getting paid to have fun like literally like and it's watch fun funny shit happen like yeah it, i'm i'm happy with <laughs> all the decisions that i made it's gotten me to where i am today and that's awesome bro yeah i remember i dj'd a a private event uh it was like a a bar mitzvah slash birthday party at wall but they had me the DJ, and then they had like this influencer. I don't even know if he exists. as a DJ. No, no, no. He was just as a guest. Like oh, they okay. just had him host because it was for thirteen year old, twelve year old, thirteen year old. And bro, it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. And I, but I was like, I was like, I mean, I guess they probably paid him a freaking couple of racks to just come and like hang out oh. with the kids. But like it was, it was mad like weird because I had never seen this guy. But to them, he was like the biggest star ever. Yeah. You remember who it was? Nah. I don't, and he had like a girlfriend. He was like a vlogger type dude, but and he had a song. All now. these vloggers too are like becoming DJs. Like yeah, I, I yeah. worked with this chick named Charlie Jordan. And she was, she was pre pretty much like an IG, you know, model, and she was just modeling and shit like that. And 
now she's headlining at 11 and like headlining at different clubs in vegas and i'm like influencers are like the new celebrities right now it's interesting pretty much I mean, like you know they're accessible and people it's like paris hilton paris hilton you know she she was on the simple life she was a rich kid and now she's she dj's like ultra and fucking huge festivals she was the original she was the original, <laughs> the original influencer. influencer she's like the first selfie she's actually she's someone else that i've been able to work with and and like like she added me on ig she'll dm me like i'll dm her when she's in miami like yo i want to come check you out and she like responds she's smart She's Very super smart. cool, like super nice. People don't understand, like I've seen interviews of her where she's like talking normal, and she's like, "Yo, like, it's know. all an act." Too. Like, you realize she's pretty much a Jake Paul, she, like of she said the it, early two K. <laughs> yeah, she said it like, "Yo, like, I realized that I had a market, I had a niche, and people were eating it up, and I just kept them going." You know, like she's awesome. She's cool people. There's just so many ways now, especially as a creator, to make money that it's like you can kind of pick a lane or but you could get lost you can't in pick a lane. or or yeah you could, <laughs> you could. pick multiple so many. so what are you working on now what's what's the move for the moment like what are you right now um between i work at almost every club here in miami right now like bouncing around between 11 are you still in-house what do you mean i mean i don't know you're cutting it out at 11 you were in-house for a while right yeah, yeah i still i still work with them it's pretty much me and a few other guys um we have a team there um, shout out to the Media Monsters. That's a production company based out here in Miami, and they pretty much sourced me to go out there with a few other guys and cover the big events. Like we got Nikki Jam this weekend. Fire. Um, other than that, shooting other stuff like uh, directing music videos. I just came back from like a tour right now um, from Vegas and Houston. I'm working with another artist called Ko. He's sick. The homie Ko. Awesome, yeah. awesome artist right we had there. A, we had, had an awesome team. Like the whole team behind him is just awesome like that's a big thing too like when you're traveling and you're on the road with people like especially if you don't know them it, it could be challenging because you're now you're dealing with someone else's energy someone else's presence someone else's like vibe and sometimes that doesn't always mix you're on the road you're in, you're sharing a room or like you're in a car together for hours yeah. so it's kind of like you don't know what you're gonna get and i've experienced that through just traveling with people and like you know sometimes like a few days with someone is fucking it's hard it's not easy like you're like i said you're dealing with different characters and this past trip was awesome like everyone on the trip the vibes were just amazing like everything was just kosher fluid and and it was awesome i had a great time we were with crespo he was um he was at tau in vegas and hayes nightclub in houston and what was the one we were talking what was the green green, green light social, social in dallas, dallas. Yeah. So he was playing KO's records and we we're just covering that. I had another photographer with me, like taking photos, covering all that. And we were just shooting music videos like in every city in Vegas, Houston and Dallas. We shot three different music videos and working on that. Dope. Um, what else? Damn, you've just been on a nonstop trajectory upwards, bro. Yeah, it's just been going up. <laughs> I mean, realistically, sometimes I always feel sometimes I feel like, you know, Obviously, there's there's hills and valleys to this shit, you know. So, is it peaks and valleys? Peaks yeah, and valleys. peaks and valleys. Um, I mean, hills are so low, you know. Either way, you know what I'm saying. Like, the, you guys shouldn't. You know what I'm saying. There's yeah. there's times that are up. There's times that are down. But like, I, I try and just like keep my mindset. Like, I get to do this. Like, at the end of the day, and I I don't ever try to get too caught up with the highs and try to get too caught up with the lows. So. I feel like mentality is everything. Like that's really what attracts more business for me. Like me being consistent as well. Like, but you see else? yourself eventually, like maybe starting your own production company or 
having like a, like a team. Team I mean, Rubios. Already, I have a I have a team right now. Um, it's not as like solidified as I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. I I definitely at some point want to start tapping into film. Um, this past year, well, the year just started, but like earlier this year, I had like a really huge moment for me where I was able to like see my work up on like a theater screen. They screened my music videos up um in Little Havana at the town theater. Oh, nice. So like we had like like 40 to 50 people like sitting in the theater watching my stuff and like they were just like really like stamped it for me like this is really what i'm supposed to be doing what, what, like, what was that because I, I saw you posted i didn't know anything about it it was just you it was like it was a collective of like different artists like showcasing their work so they had my, like they had my video up on this on the screen with like the roy woods video mm-hmm. my my latest reel that shows like everything highlighting all my work and once I saw that up there and I, I was standing in the back of the room and I'm just like watching the back of people's head, like looking at the screen, watching my my name up on there. Like I was like, fuck, like if this is possible, like I could really make a, like a movie, like, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it be a short film or something along those lines, but that's definitely like something that I, I'm striving for that's going to happen one day for sure. Um, and like, that's where I, that's what I mean by like all those seeds that I planted, like somehow, some way, like there's going to be a seed or there's going to be a person that's going to really help me or I'm going to help them like get my film played or funded or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, everything plays God's way of working. It's just interesting. Yeah, so it's definitely, you're going to become the Billy Wash of Miami, dude. Billy fucking Wash. Yeah. <laughs> Billy fucking Wash. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make uh, some one of the sewer, bro, instead of Medellin. We could, dude. Yeah, there's we a, that's a, dude, I'll never forget being, when I first landed, that was the first time I think out of the country for me. Um, because you have to land in Managua. Yeah. And then you have to, we had to drive like an hour or so. Like, like two hours into, into, what is it? San Juan. San Juan de yeah. Sur, yeah. And I'll never forget like driving, bro. And like I saw like half of a of a dog, like a dead dog, obviously. It was just half of his body just like laying on the side of the street. And people are just walking casually by. I'm like, this is fucked. <laughs> That's Nika shit, bro. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah, all that. It's 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 fucked up. But then you drive up but you drive through all this poverty and then you end up in a beautiful town yeah. in the middle of It was like of a surf town. It was yeah, incredible. It's a surf town, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Going back next month. Except what's his what was our driver's name? Jose? Was Don't no, Carlos. Yo, he hits he hits me up on WhatsApp, bro. That's my guy, yep, bro. Yo, we had a driver. <laughs> First of all, I mean, you know, but when when I go to Nicaragua, I, I always I've been doing it for twelve, almost fifteen years. Like I always ask for everything. I'm like, I want a driver, two this, two flights, two like top notch everything. And I take them down, and the drivers always kind of fight. They're like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to like I want to drive him. I want to drive him because they know that like you know we tip them and yeah. we give them clothes, we give them everything, you know, like we hook them up. We we'll hook them up, yeah. but they know that it's like insane four nights of like nonstop like you're yeah. driving like you're picking us up you're gonna go drop these people off you're gonna do this this and that and the first day i don't know if you remember this but like we get to the place and you're like we get to the house we're putting everything and you're like yo you're like where is don carlos gonna stay like <laughs> he stays in the car, in the car. He? yeah <laughs> and i'm like in the car you're like what yeah he did stay in the car he, he was on call like he was on call he's always time. on yeah. call and yeah. like and then like the second or third day we're like yo where's don carlos Remember how he said that the neighborhood wasn't done build, building? Mm-hmm. He ended up staying in one of the houses, like sleeping in like one of the houses, like that wasn't even that built, wasn't yeah. even built. Yeah, but 
Dog, at the end of the day, he left with like a Nike hat, like a bunch of t-shirts. That's a big deal too. Dude, they remember the Nike hat? Like mm-hmm. perspective, bro. Yeah. yeah. I remember we had to go. There's no Wi-Fi, and I, I didn't have my phone even connected to like the what is it like the, the international signal, call yeah, or whatever. And we would have to go to the restaurant like all the way at the bottom just to get Wi-Fi, just to connect. It was like a 15-minute drive to yeah. the restaurant just to get connected. Just to, to, but it was good because I was able to disconnect while I was yeah. there too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the best part. That was a great trip. Everyone on that trip was awesome too. Yeah, half of them are still around. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, we're. If you got anything else you want to plug or talk about or drop mm-hmm. any gems for the up and coming creators, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of creators listening. There's a lot of people that I've seen her work. Uh, the message would be like, yo, anything's possible. It sounds so cliche and like so generic, but if you really put your mind to something, man, you could do it and be consistent and don't be afraid to uh, just put yourself out there. You never know. But I'm grateful for you guys having me on here. Thank you, bro. Thank you for making time. I know Drake is waiting. (laughs) (laughs) The OVO plane is fucking right outside. I know the OVO plane with the green. I heard a uh, how (laughs) that was terrible. I don't know. The The OVO. Is there a noise? Is there an owl noise? (laughs) We're butchering. I know. Let's just stop. But yo, uh, put your socials or wherever they can find your your work, your Mm, catalog. Check me out on Instagram, Rubio, R-U-B-I-O-O, two O's. And my website, LARubio.com. And pretty much everything is linked from there. My YouTube and my Twitter. You, you know you're stuff. doing it when I, I just saw you have like another Instagram. Oh, yeah. I have another. That's like, that's, <laughs> that's where, where I get know to, you're doing it. That's bro. where I get to post like all the, the, the filler, the fluff, you know, the stuff that I, I can't have like clients like going on and seeing like, I think like when you go on someone's Instagram, like it, it kind of just has like a. A vibe and an aesthetic to it and like, yeah. i can't always put everything that i want on there so that's exotar like, that's the other one <laughs> at exotar e-x-x-o i thought about doing that. i thought about doing the killer cat like bringing killer cats back oh that's and then just making that like meme that was like a like, thing too that i i heard from an artist management once they're like oh it's 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 good to make like a not a fan page but like yeah. a second page that like if people want to just see more of what you're doing like you have it on there just to to have it and like I, over there i'm able to just post whatever the fuck i want and still like yeah, channel it through my worry so much about yeah, it looks. yeah exactly so that's something that i've been trying to do and be consistent with now and yeah i fuck with that i fuck with that heavy well yeah. yo thank you for joining us brother appreciate thank you. it i appreciate you guys having me on here and taking thank the time you. to talk thank you of course man you're the fucking man thank you semi radio and we out peace peace